Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening, everyone. It is Oscar night, and um, while they're on for the last 30 minutes, I won't be able to continue to update everyone like I was on Twitter on the winners, but um, it was very exciting to see um, all of the winners and what they're wearing and just everyone in general. Um, my personal favorite for outfit is Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, I love her outfit. But let me go ahead and back up and start the show uh, with my introduction. This is Sandra London on Playtime with Sandra. And I have a lot of things planned for tonight. We'll see how it all goes. Um, and stay tuned because I will be interviewing uh, Theodore Hauser of TwoBearStudios.com um, as we go on with the show. That will be a little bit later. Um, I actually did tinker around with some stuff on Blog Talk Radio, learned a few things, and we're gonna, I'm going to be testing this out and see how it all goes. But I did load some music, um, and I hope you all like it, and I'll continue to add more and more um, as we progress with my radio series. Um, just briefly, I'll go ahead and update everyone on what um, I've been up to. Uh, I just uploaded two new dance clips on YouTube. Uh, one was a dance clip to a song by a very talented hip-hop artist who's based in Florida by the name of Young Dread, and his song One Cheek, Two Cheek, by request. <laughs> I danced to that song, and I had a lot of fun doing it. So um, either during this broadcast or after, feel free to check that out on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash TV, And um, it can also be reached at sandralondontv.com. Yay, fancy. And then the second one is uh, a song by Queen, the illustrious Queen, uh, their song Bicycle Race. I did a song to that one in a cute silver corset. That was a gift from uh, the Baker Man, one of my fans. Thank you, Baker Man, wherever you are. Thank you so much, um, and I hope you guys liked that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and test out these audio files that I've uploaded. Um, just one right now, and I'll be right back. But I'm going to start off with a song that I've mentioned more than once um, as being one of uh, my favorite uh, independent songs or songs by an independent artist. Excuse me. Um, that title is Black Metal Rose, and the group is called Fierce Creatures, spelled F-E-A-R-S-E, Creatures with a K. And I will be playing that now. And stay tuned. You're listening to Sandra London on Playtime with Sandra Radio.
once again, that was Black Metal Rose by Fierce Creatures. And um, I'll go back and uh, run through a few of the major winners during uh, the Oscars this evening. I'm probably going to miss the absolute biggest awards right now, but no matter. For those of you who have not been able to watch the Oscars tonight, you don't mind me spoiling it a little bit for you. (laughs) I'll go ahead and do a brief little rundown of some of the winners. And uh, just to let you know, like, the the animated film Hugo won majorly. Like, they won a ton of awards. Um, like, for example, where did they all go? Oh, there we are. They won for cinematography, art direction, sound editing, um, probably a couple other ones that I might see on this little list thing I was keeping uh, later. But the artist, uh, as far as I've seen, has won costume design, and a music award. I don't know if it was like original score or what have you. I missed the specific part of it, but yeah, they won that. Iron Lady for makeup. Uh, a Separation, a film uh, uh, produced in Iran as best foreign film. Um, and then The Help um, uh, was Octavia Spencer. She won Best Supporting Actress and such a beautiful speech and so happy for her because she's won a ton of awards this uh, award season and I hear it's an excellent movie I must admit I haven't seen like very many movies lately that are out in the theaters but that's one I'll definitely make a point to see or buy or something um, and uh, let's see Girl with the Dragon Tattoo uh, for film editing and I know they won something else um which, if I find it, I'll let you guys know as we go on. Uh, Undefeated won for documentary, short documentary, I believe. Uh, and Rango for animation. And then there's some more I have, so I'll continue to update that as much as I can throughout this hour. But I also um, wanted to uh, share this uh, new countdown I have going on on my site, uh, To Live and Grind in L.A., Dot com And it started out yesterday, and it's called 28 Plus One, Sandra London, Semi-Secrets. Um, so basically, my birthday is, now it's 28 days from now. Uh, and each day, um, I'll be doing a double post. So in addition to my regular post, I will also have a second one that's published later in the day um, with some sort of, you know, revelatory information about myself that maybe uh, some people aren't aware of. And last night's uh, reveal was that I'm a horrible cook. (laughs) Terrible. And you would think, like, the fact that I lived in Paris for a couple years, that that might have made me, you know, some kind of, like, I don't know, master chef. But no, I am solely an aficionado or aficionada, (laughs) if you want to be exact, um, so, yeah, I cannot cook. It's really sad. Like, I order food in way more often than, like, should be even <laughs> done, I admit that. Um, but I am pretty good at picking out, like, if, you, if you're if you like, okay, so arrange a meal. What should we have for dinner? What I'd say, I could pick out, you know, a meal, um, and the appropriate wine pairing with it and what would be great for dessert and all these kind of things. And that's just basically, I guess, that is what I learned from living in Paris more so than the actual production of good quality food. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, just don't. Uh, one day I might change that, you know, make an effort or something, but um, I don't know quite when that will happen. <laughs> but I will be sure let you all know. Anyways, I also wanted to sort of, I guess, give a heads up that I may attempt to read a submission uh, from my master, (laughs) or my ultimate master. I suppose there could be more than one in a a given life at a given amount of time, but um, yeah, the, the ultimo master sent me this really cool a uh, naughty rewrite of a nursery rhyme. The nursery rhyme is Little Jack Horner, so I'm sure that most people are familiar with the original Little Jack Horner, 
And he gave me a slightly kinkier version of that, which I will attempt to read um, towards the end of the show. Uh, And uh, since I was doing a little studying of my own of popular nursery rhymes in in the cultural zeitgeist of our times, I'm going to try to read it with a British accent. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so we'll see, like, how that goes. <laughs> I will, I'll try to do that since, uh, you know, there's a, there's a longstanding tradition um, uh, with a lot of uh, nursery rhymes, a.k.a. Cumul- cumulative tales that are derived um, from Britain. And so... Seeing as my name is Sandra London, I'm going to try to sound like I'm from London. So (laughs) we will see how that goes towards the end of the show. Um, And in the meanwhile, uh, just to make sure anybody that's just now tuning in, I will have um, Theodore Hauser of Two Bear Studios join me here for an interview in a little bit. And also, what else? More music time for you, I suppose and sharing some of my erotica, my audio erotica. So uh, I will go ahead and play one of my favorite um, audio erotic stories to get you all prepped up uh, for nighttime. And that would be Sex on Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And if you want to see me reading that um, in audiovisual format, you can do that on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash TV, or just put in sondralondontv.com, and that will redirect you right there to my YouTube channel. Um, and then when you get there, just go scroll down to the erotic video, or erotica playlist, sorry, and you'll find it there. But you can hear it now, and so you shall. There you go. Hello, everyone. Stay tuned. I'm about to read you a very naughty erotic story of mine. It's called Sex in Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. (laughs) Why can't I say that word correctly? You want to help me out here, Zach? Automobile. 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 It's just now for me. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be so much fun. So much fun. (laughs) Hello, world. Tonight's bedtime story is called Sex on Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Dear Diary. Vroom, vroom. Squeak, squeak. Squeal. A hush. Muffled giggle. Was that light there before? Are you sure you know this area? Are the flight attendants sleeping? Put your legs here. Oh, hold on. My neck's getting stiff. Hold on, someone's coming here. Put your head under the covers. Stay down. Keep your mouth where it is. Mmm. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Oh, oh, my. Uh, okay. I really need some air for a second. Gosh, I don't remember your cock being that big. Is this the lighting? Oh, your pussy feels so tight. Duh. <laughs> Passenger seat or back seat? Recline or straight up? Condoms or peanuts? An extra blanket and towel, typically? A tissue. Napkins. Feet indentations on the skin, rug burn, darkness, a light switch, mystery. Is that your cock or the stick shift? Does it matter? Start, stop, shift, redress, ease away slowly. Oh, what fun it is to ride while riding in an automobile or on a train. Now, I have yet to fuck on a plane but I have given head while my then-boyfriend's parents were sleeping right next to it. How bold. How daring. Ghastly, even. Yet, hey, 
What can you do? Blame it on the menses. It was that lovely time. Okay, excruciating time when nature calls. Being stuck in the air was the absolute worst for this sort of conundrum. I promised your diary. The only reason I was so very, very naughty was because it took my mind off pain. Oh, boy, did it ever. Furthermore, if you can make yourself laugh, okay, not with your mouth full, but perhaps interspersed with the dick and mouth action, then that can't help but relieve the tension incurred by pain, pleasure, and trying to be a cock ninja chick while crammed in a tight lift on the little row seat and not get booted off an international flight. The train? Yeah. Different boyfriend. Fast forward a few years later or so. En route to Barcelona. Or maybe it was Amsterdam. It wasn't our fault my guy and I were assigned an otherwise all-male cabin room. It happened, surely. No? We tucked into our small twin bed on the bottom bunk and the two bunk bed cabins and dared each other not to squeeze, shudder, gasp, nor projectile shoot our lovely, lustful liquids on the guy sleeping just across from us. Ah, but the auto, the real wheels. Now, those may be innumerable, my dearest, but there's something so wrong and yet so very right about doing a real test drive while set in park. Passers-by only make that much more pleasurable. Sweet. Deviant. And perhaps even squishier? I actually have been cited by those of the security professions, but apparently they were human. They must have liked it and never even issued a warning. I'm so very, very, well, how uncommon is this really? Sex out loud. I mean, really. One cannot always find the right time and the comfort of one's home or that of another. It may not even be ideal, depending on who you want to bang and who is actually available in your home. Especially so if those two are not mutually exclusive. Ah, yes, dear diary. Sometimes sex on wheels is the only way at the time. And even if the sex out loud is rare... I believe it is precisely this rarity that elevates it to the status of a real Kodak moment. I'm glad you agree, my love. The end. I hope you all liked it, and I hope you have sex out loud. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Alrighty, so that was... Sex on planes, trains, and automobiles. And once again, for all you guys and dolls at home, it's me, Sandra London, and you're listening to Playtime with Sandra. And as I mentioned earlier, um, I want to let you all kind of hear um, a really cool song uh, by Young Dread, who's based in Florida, uh, the one cheek, two cheek. A really fun party hip hop song. Um, so I'll be playing that in just a second here. And uh, yeah, so give me two minutes, or not two minutes, <laughs> a couple seconds, <clears throat> and you get to listen in.
Okay, so that was Young Dread with One Cheek, Two Cheek. And if you want to hear more of his music, you can check out NakedGirlsRadio.com and look for Young Dread, spelled Y-U-N-G-D-R-E-A-D, and he has four other songs on there. So you can all listen in. And um, for everybody that heard the first episode of Playtime with Sandra, um, then you heard uh, me chatting a bit with Jess. Um, who is a beautiful, beautiful, very talented owner of NakedGirlsRadio.com. Um, and it was actually her birthday last week. And so, everybody, I hope you guys all go to Naked Girls Radio and, like, spoil her and, like, say happy belated birthday and all that. She's super awesome. And for any models, dancers, adult stars, um, erotica authors and readers, all that kind of stuff, like, you can come check out my site anytime to liveandgrindinla.com as well as Naked Girls Radio. And if you're a model and you want to take pictures and send them in so everybody can, like, check them out, <laughs> then you can join Naked Girls Radio. And she actually made, like, a really, really cool banner that I saw on the site last night. And then I don't know exactly... I couldn't find it anymore when I tried to find it again, but I'm sure it's still there. It's probably me stabbing out, but um, it was gorgeous. And as soon as I find it again, I'm going to put it on uh, both on my site and here on Blog Talk Radio. But, uh, yeah. And what else is there? Oh, I forgot to mention, or or have not mentioned yet, some of the other uh, Oscar winners. So, spoiler alert, um, if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to close your ears for a second. Um, Christopher Plummer won for or Supporting Male Actor, and uh, uh, The Muppets won for Original Song, um, and Midnight in Paris, I believe, um, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe they won for Original Screenplay. Um, so if I'm wrong, let me know. And uh, I'll go ahead and give you that call-in number. Um, the call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Three, 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 three. 
And in a few short minutes here, I will be having um, Theodore Hauser of Two Bear Studios call in. Um, and so let me give you a little background info on exactly what he's all about and who he is and what he does. Um, and Ted is a total teddy bear. Um, Two Bear is uh, like his nickname, so hence the name Two Bear Studios. Uh, he is an artist. He is a writer, he is a musician, and he is also what, what am I, oh, a graphic designer, story. <laughs> graphic designer, um, and uh, if you don't know his name or his company for some unknown reason, then you would probably recognize the work he's done, um, for example, with Exotica, um, for the Exotica Expos, he is their permanent exclusive designer for a lot of their promotional materials and banners. And he also did some work with um, the 2004 limo show um, for the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And he's done a lot of, like, my stuff, like a lot of banners for me, um, a lot of, like, uh, digitized versions of some of my pictures. And he's actually going to be helping me out with... Um, this comic book that I want to do, and so I think it's going to be awesome because he's just going to pick out, like, his favorite pictures um, of mine and, like, animate them and make them all cool, and then we're going to work together on the captions and making this beautiful, sexy storyline um, out of it, and hopefully, knock on wood, it'll be ready perhaps in the fall, um, if not probably, probably around uh, Christmas time. Um, and yeah, so I think it's going to be awesome. Um, once again, <laughs> this is Sandra London with Playtime with Sandra. Um, and let me see, what else did I want to Oh, I suppose I can mention, like, um, two new stories I'm working on, and what's, what's causing the delay a little bit is that, <clears throat> like, I I go back and forth between whether to make it exclusively in a, a short story form or to make them, like, full-out books because whenever I'm thinking and brainstorming about it, I just keep adding more and more details, and I'm like, dude, that could totally be, like, a full book. Um, and so that kind of, I don't know, it's weird. That stalled me out a little bit. But the two stories I'm working on are called The Fuck Club. Oh, excuse me for swearing the S, Star, Star, Star Club, <laughs> the Fuck Club, and the other is Slide Through. Um, the first one, the S Club, <laughs> is the basic premise is just um, me making a story of uh, a private, super secret uh, military sex club with a very uh, precocious, uh, burgeoning um, young woman uh, who wants to enter into that super secret, you know, scene. So, yeah, there's <laughs> oh, there's so much there. Like, seriously, yeah, so it'll be ready soon. I'll let you guys know when it's near completion. And the other is Slide Through, which is a futuristic sort of um, parody um, of the future of sex work <laughs> with some embedded boobies, like boobs that can, like, they're embedded where, you know, guys and girls could run their credit cards through the cleave. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch in, in those two stories there. Um, and I'll keep you guys updated on when they'll be released once I make a decision as to whether or not to make them longer stories or short, shorter stories. Anyways, um, uh, Two Bears calling in right now, so I am going to click and say hello. 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 How are you? <laughs> Hi, Two Bear. This is Theodore Hauser, everyone, of Two Bear Studios dot com. Um, hello, how are you? <laughs> Not too bad. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, did I miss anything with like major awards on the Oscars? Or are you like not even watching them right now? Um, I actually just stopped watching them. The call in and they were just, they just did um I was kind of disappointed because you didn't win the best uh, movie for you. Which one did it win? She should have. 
Scorsese, Martin Scorsese. No, he but didn't. He did win. No. Uh, who won? No, 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 no. Um, it was the guy for um, the artist. Ah, I see. Okay, well enough yeah. about that. Anyways, please tell everyone about your work um, and your website, please. Okay, well, um, I'm a graphic designer, um, and I've been in the industry for about 15 years now, and um, I do a variety of different designs, um, one of them being um, ExoticExpo.com. Um, they do, I designed with the owners um, the logo six years ago, and we, we started the uh, trade show then, and um, I basically design, you know, any type of advertisements, um, any advertisements that people might come across in um, in expos and excitement and um, different publications like that. Ooh. I've designed Wait, with. Um, what did you do? What did you do for expos? Um, I w- it would have been a, 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 I believe, a full page ad for Exotica. Um, oh, I it would see. Have been, I see. Right, it would have been the advertisements and the marketing, and um, so I design all that stuff for them um, every year and. Um, I have a couple other clients that I design advertisements for LCW Automotive. That's a, a, a company that stretches cars, so I design advertisements in my DuPont registry. Um, and another one is a Rolls-Royce and Bentley um, company who restores and um, rebuilds them, and so I do their advertisements. And, Did uh, they give you a free, me. like, Rolls-Royce or Bentley out of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, but I do get to drive them, so it's kind of fun. Oh, there you go. Well, so, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Cool. Yeah, All right. And so, where where actually was like the first um, like when Exotica first launched six years ago? What was the first city where they launched? Um, like, we, first we first. Yeah, we first launched it in Miami and South Beach. Okay. And the one this year is at the same time as as like last time. Uh, you guys listening out there? That's where I met him. Actually, was at the Miami 2011 Exotica in May of 2011. That's where I first met this gentleman here. Um, but yeah. yeah, is it like pretty much same time frame and all that? Uh, yes, this year the um, the show is in May again in Miami, and it's um, it's May 18th to the 20th. Um, okay, cool. And then we are also in Chicago in July. Um, July 13th to the 15th, and then New Jersey in November the 9th to the 11th in Edison. Okay, so I want you to talk about, like, okay, there's two, um, like, book-style things that you've done that I've I've flipped through, like Creatively Awoken and Vapor, Mm -hmm. and I have to tell everybody Vapor is, like, it chills me. It's... (laughs) Like, seriously, I was like, I don't know, it's like morbid and spooky and freaky, but like, in a in a way that like, it, it just, I don't know, vapor touched me. <laughs> like, I'm not used okay. to, to something being that dark, which kind of scares me to read, and yet, at the same time, it's like, wow, like, something can actually physically make my heart feel like weird. Vapor was Yeah, Vapor was uh actually it was it was a series of um nightmares that I had four nights in a row. And each each story is is actually when it ended it would pick up the following night at a different location with a different group of people and it was just a it was a bizarre um it was a bizarre week. I mean it literally Shook me as as much as I'm glad that you're saying that it's that it's touched you because that's pretty much how how it was. I mean, I would wake up in a in a hot sweat, completely out of breath. Um, so and all I could do was to write it down to get it out, just so I could actually try to go back to sleep. <laughs> Did um, that help at all? No, no. Once I woke up from those from those series of nightmares, I, I didn't go back to sleep until the following night. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, it was interesting to 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 write them down. It was probably partially from me going to horror movies ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> and these, but, these um, nightmares took place how long ago? That was in two thousand and when was that? That was two thousand and three, I believe. They actually happened. 
and then I actually put everything together in 06, I believe, in a book, and I actually drew the cover and, and gave it a, a little form of its own and, and put in a little bit of, of um, history behind the, the terminology of vapor and, and added the poetry writing to it and just kind of made it more of a short little novel rather than a, um, a large-scale type of story. Because I wanted that rush. Like, when you read it, I, I wrote it purposely um, not being correct in grammar because I wanted that I wanted the reader to feel that, that rush of, of the whole intenseness of the dreams themselves. Um, I see. And I'm glad. Well, I definitely did. <laughs> well, Seriously. And, that, and that's, that's, that's good to hear, I mean, because, you know, that means that I've, I've done my part well. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, so for everyone listening in, uh, the banner, basically, that's on my Blog Talk radio page, and it's on my cafe press store that I'm working on, is um, an image that uh, Ted here created. Um, and it's, like, pretty much my all-time favorite, although... The other day, uh, Ted, and I was looking through your site, um, like a different little, I think it was on the arts page, um, one of the links on there, and I was looking at more pictures that I don't know if I've seen them per se, because I've, when I went through Creatively Awoken, I loved like so many images in there, but there are some mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen, and they weren't in vapor either. So, I don't know, like, I, it's just... I know. It gets me, but tell me, like, what what uh, inspires your work when you do, um, like, art and digital art and, like, how it's different from when you do other stuff, like the technical stuff. Like, for example, listeners, um, he does sketches um, of homes when, you know, someone purchases a new home or their existing home, he'll make a sketch of it for them. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, that's going to be a long question that you can't. <laughs> but yeah, just explain the difference between the two for you, like the artistic part and then the like purely like on task part. Um, well, I mean, the as far as the artistic side of it, I mean that's where my true love is. So I mean, for me, it's more of a um, more of a non-deadline-oriented type of, of situation, so I get to actually slow down enough to, to enjoy the actual process of watching something be created from a blank sheet of paper. Because to me, I mean, there's nothing more exciting than looking at a blank canvas and watching it evolve into something that either has, has formed from either dreams or or just something that I've just pulled out of thin air and just actually brought down to to the canvas. And um, my sketches have basically been an ongoing um, series that I'm planning on pulling together large-scale in painting format so that um, eventually I can actually present them um, either in, in through ex- exhibits or through museums or, or what have you. Um, but that's the long-term goal. But my sketchbooks basically are my own on running ideas and concepts, and they're not really fully the final, final concepts. They're just enough of the information for me to, when I do present them on canvas, it'll actually come through fully. And the, the actual canvases are going to be the final ideas and concepts. But um, and the difference between me doing that kind of stuff and um, and the marketing, like, like you were saying, um, you know, the web banners and and the advertisements is is that it's it's literally all me and 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 in, in a non selfish type of fashion, that's really um, that's really the love of it. That's the love part of it. And um, as far I mean, I do love doing the, the marketing and the advertisements. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's 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 more of a love because it's not deadline oriented. I don't have to finish a project by a certain time. You know, so if I don't feel it, you know, so if it's not coming across at that moment, I can easily put it down and come back to it, you know, a week later, a month later, and and it just flows effortlessly. Um, But, you know, in in a sense, if I wasn't an artist first, it would would reflect on the professional side of, of doing the marketing and doing the advertisements because... There, there is, there is a difference, and it's not, 
and meant to be any statement. It's you can always tell who's been trained and who has a an eye for things. And you know that it, it's amazing to actually see work like that. And I think that helps across the board when I take my skills and my and my talent to a professional level of doing you know logos and and um, marketing and advertisements for for people. You know for even you know when I did your web banners and things like that. In the business yeah. part, it, 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 it effortless, effortlessly flows through. Well, have you had more fun working like working on uh, graphic design and stuff like that for adult industry uh, projects and clients more, or does it really not matter um, between adult and mainstream sort of work? Like, I'm sure yeah. after a while, it could, it could be almost the same in a way. Like, it's it's still work in a sense, I suppose. Or, or am I yeah. wrong? Like, do you feel like it's more fun to work with, like the no, outer I mean, industry, <laughs> the outer limits? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it doesn't. <laughs> um, no, I mean I don't really um, have a difference. I don't really even have a preference as far as what I'm designing. I mean, as long as as long as everybody that I'm working with is having fun and 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 it's not a such a um, you know. Fun is the main thing that I look for in anything that I design. As long as the people that, that I'm doing the work for are enjoying what I'm doing for them, and it's not, right. it doesn't come down to a, to be an actual hassle, I'm all for it. I'm pretty much designing anything anybody wants. I mean, again, I mean, obviously, budgets play in, into the, a lot of that um, because I mean, a lot of there's a lot of things out there that artists need and designers need to look after because you know a lot of people are willing to take them you know, on a ride, and and you really have to be cautious and mindful of that kind of stuff. But, you know, as long yeah, as you is that, can... Is that, like, your biggest pet peeve then? Like, just, definitely. like, the, the hold-up, the hassle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, running into a lot of things where people are like, can you do this for me? And, you know, they think it's free, but the, what they're failing to understand is that, you know, they're doing a job and making a living, and that's my way of making a living. So... Right. You know, it's, it's, sometimes it's difficult to explain that to people, and they just think that you know I'm just sitting down and playing on a computer, and it's re- it's really not that. You know, um, right. it's a lot of a lot of concentration and talent to do to do it right. Um, oh, I've I've seen I've seen the the result of your professional training. Um, thank you so much. You've been like super awesome, like with everything you've done uh-huh. for me. And I was telling everybody a bit earlier, um, listening in. Playtime with Sandra is on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking in with everybody. Um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, he's going to be helping me with a comic book. I'm really excited. Like, are you excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a fun project to do. Um, I'm going to really start, cool. start that this week and go through, you know, some images and see what see what we can, we can bring together and actually, actually do it. I think it's... It's going to be fun to actually illustrate the cover and and get get you know get the storyline together. I'm looking and I'm forward to it. To work with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm, you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's like I I've been amazed at once I you know just started my site um, to live in Grand LA back in late 2010. Like how many people from different industries, um, directly related and indirectly related. Like how much we're all sort of connectable, the connected, I guess, and that uh, there's something that each can do for the other, and there's things that you can, you know, collaborate on, that you can do of your own free will and, like, volunteer, and there's things that you can actually pay each other for. So it's like a whole, you know, it, it, it comprises all the different markets of what can be shared or created or, you know, um designed um in art and music and photography and writing so i think it's all really just i'm like i feel super happy about like everything that's been happening basically since late 2010 and then i actually want to go into your uh interview which is very interesting that you did a while ago with um wack magazine and mm-hmm. go, go ahead and share that with my listeners. And Lexi Love is a part of that, right? And she's up in San Francisco, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've um, known her for a few years since doing the design for um, for Exotica because I go to the shows and, 
and um, you know, I do some photography for the marketing end of it, and um, you know, for the marketing materials for the following following year. And um, I had been talking to her for a while, and she had um, introduced me to Miss um, Lags a lot, and um, she was, she's one of the writers for Whack Magazine, and um, Lexi introduced us, and and really wanted to get my name and get my artwork out there because I had been showcasing um, some prints and concept sketches with um, Fangling Lee um, at Agotica. Um, she's an amazing artist herself. Yeah, and, she um, is. And, yeah, she really is. And, and um, she, w- I was honored to actually exhibit with her and I'm looking forward to, to one day doing that again. Um, and um, so with that, Lexi saw you know, the prints and my name up there, and she was actually interested in, in getting me set up with an interview with, with WAC Magazine. And, and that's, that's been pretty pretty interesting to see the prog- the progression of that that actually um, take form, you know, because it, it's neat. I mean, you know, sometimes people just think that just because we're graphic designers or, or artists that, you know, there isn't a story behind a lot of the, the stuff that we produce. And, and the stuff that I'm actually exhibiting sketch-wise is probably the most personal stuff that I've ever done, and it's not always easy to talk about. So it was it was kind of interesting to have somebody, you know, actually inquire about it because um, that was actually the first time. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, it, it's fun to do because, you know, it's, it, it being so personal as it is, it's, you know, it's... it's um. It's like I said, sometimes difficult to explain or actually put into words. Because I I did it in art and in creative writing for a reason. Because <laughs> that was the way yeah. to get it across. There you go. Well, who who are your favorite? Like, what, what's your artistic inspiration? Do you have any favorite artists like of all time? Art that you looked at growing up, maybe, or like even just like not even art per se, but like written the written word, like a favorite author. Like a author, artist, song, anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it would be um, obviously the masters, you know, and Picasso and Da Vinci and Lanier and Vermeer and all those. I mean, you really can't. They're they're beyond words. But growing up, I mean, I always really appreciated Norman Rockwell um, for his for the humanity that he was able to depict in his in his paintings. And wait, who is that? Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he did a lot of, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with his, with, with his work, but it's the, the humanity that he was able to pull into his paintings was just, it, it always astounded me. And then, like, um, Boris Falaleo is probably one of the most, I mean, his images, his paintings are just stunning. The, the tones that he's able to, to capture it in skin is just absolutely amazing. And his understanding of, of the human figure is, is beyond beyond words. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I guess those, those two would probably be be the um, the main people that I was always looked at in that mile. It's you know okay. it's been amazing to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think probably for me, two of my favorite artists would be Dolly Salvador Dolly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just just awesome, and Manet um, and. It, He's not Monet, but Manet, and he actually, mm-hmm. it's only one of his uh, pieces of work that I absolutely love, like, above all of, of his, but it's um, Dejeuner sur l'herbe, it's like lunch on the grass, basically, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's great, it's like these guys are all dressed in with, you know, a hat, sitting on a lawn, and the woman is fully naked, um, uh, with red hair, and she's sort of just like gazing, you know, at you know, at the the viewer who's looking at the painting, and it's just like it was shocking at the time because you know to see men in a public space fully dressed and women is one thing, but to see a woman seated alone with you know more than one man, especially out in public, mm-hmm. fully nude, it's shocking and it's awesome. Like that's one of my favorite paintings of all time. Yeah. And then I suppose like Guernica. Um, by Picasso because it's so anti-Picasso in a way because Picasso is all about the you know weird faces and mm-hmm. just wanting like 
things where that one is just full out, like, political art in a way. I don't know. I like it. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally so, yeah. They are, and they are very, they are very good artists. You're absolutely right. I like it. And then, okay, so why don't you share, like, some of your your experiences with music? Because, listeners, he is also a musician, and some of his songs feature on <laughs> Make It Girls Radio. Um, and at the 9 o'clock hour, if everybody wants to continue listening in, uh, all you need to do is go to NakedGirlsRadio.com, and um, you'll be able to listen to another hour of Sandra London time, <laughs> play time, uh, once it's 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern time. But yeah, go ahead and share like what got you into music in the first place, what you play, what kind of songs you like to sing, this whole thing. Um, well, I, I basically got into it uh, more of a more of a hobby, hobby to me, um, to to you know, being on the computers, working professionally as a designer, you know, you're on a computer anywhere from nine hours to 16 hours a day. So it, it was something that I could do that would get me away from basically looking at a computer screen. Um, so I, I had a lot of poetry that I'd written over the years, and um, I had once uh, lived with a musician who, you know, he, when he wasn't around, he would leave his cards out, so I would just kind of picked one up one night and put it together with one of my writings and thought, well, this is kind of interesting. And it, it was basically something that I enjoyed doing pretty much just for myself. And and um, over the years, I wound up buying a guitar and, you know, working out other songs and actually started writing new ones um, to go along with what, basically whatever maybe I might have been going through at the time. I mean, I, the one, um, As the Sun Rises, I just wrote that three weeks ago, and I simply wrote it because I was up Sunday morning before the sun came up and looking out the window and watching the sun come up, and voila, you know, that, that's that's what happened. Uh, you know, I turned around and went, oh, I need to write some words, and wrote it down, and, and within two hours, I had a new song. Um, so that's pretty much how I work with it. I work with it completely creatively. I have, I have literally no idea what notes are being played other than the tuning of my guitar. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's what makes it fun to me, though. Like, I, I, you know, I'm sure to, you know, professional musicians that actually hear it, they might they might shriek at it, but it, at the same time, I like the creative aspect, but I don't really know what, what I'm doing as far as maybe a proper way or an improper way to play. It's just I'm going by complete tone and sound and, you know, what works well. And are you going to be playing, like, anytime soon? Because you're out in Philly, right? Yeah, I'm in the Philadelphia area. And um, I usually go to... um, (laughs) Yeah, I've I've done it three times. Um, I had friends that live out um, near Maniunk and um, and, uh, they had listened to my music and, you know, she inspired me to go to a local pub near a place and... um, and do an open mic night. So, you know, I figured on a limb, you know, why not? It, it's a good reason to have friends come out and hang out for a few hours, and, and why not? You know, if, if, it, if me playing music does that, then I'm going to do it. And it, so I did it like three times, and it's on Thursday nights at um, the East Falls Tap Room. And um, it, it's fun. I mean, I didn't go last week due to allergies, but um, the people that I know went anyway, and they... The, the the it's kind of weird because they they were texting me that night saying you know everybody was asking for me and you know it's kind of it's flattering <laughs> but that's cool you know. that's cool yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go back to Thursday yeah I hope you keep doing it and rocking out and our show is coming to a close pretty soon but I do want everyone to be able to listen to as the sun rises which I'll be playing uh, as soon as we. Uh, do a sound off to you. Thank you so much, Theodore okay, Studios. So anybody interested in graphic design for their websites, whether you're a musician, a model, dancer, porn star, anything, or mainstream of any type, uh, get in touch with Ted at TwoBearStudios.com about some design work. And you can listen to his music and look at his art on his website as well. Thank you so much, and I'm going to play As the Sun Rises by Two Bear. Thank you.
Okay, that was As the Sun Rises by Two Bear. And if I can read this fast enough, there's only 26 seconds left. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this fast enough. We'll see. Um, if I don't, it'll just cut off. But anyway, <laughs> it's the naughty nursery rhyme uh, rewrite of Little Jack Horner. Oh, my God. Okay. Little Jack Horner sat in a corner eating this Domino's pie. He stuck his fat thumb and his mistress thumb and said, What a good sub am I? Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, ah. Little Miss Muffet was grooming her tuffet with her creamy white thighs of play. Along came the grider who stuck it inside her and brightened Miss Muffet's whole day. <laughs> there was a hot woman of stiletto shoe with so many subbies she knew not what to do. She sat upon each face and gave them all head then whipped them already and sent them to bed. Good night. Listen to more playtime with Sandra on Naked Girls Radio.